Welcome back to Balderdash Academy. I'm your headmaster, Bob LeBlanc. Joining me today is Coach Steve, and we have a treat being able to talk to Elizabeth Freeman about her upcoming show, Sex Lives of the Recently Widowed. Now, we have a special treat for you today because tonight is opening night, which means that you can buy tickets and see Liz's show tonight and then buy tickets for the show immediately after and see us in Balderdash Academy. Nice. So, I mean, you can't beat that deal. <laughs> it's a twofer. It's really, it's a sexfer because Whoa. there are six mini shows, which is appropriate for the theme. <laughs> right, Liz? Yes. Liz, welcome to Balderdash Academy. Uh, <laughs> well, first of all, let me, let me, uh, applaud bob for the the transition there that was <laughs> thank you incredible. it's almost like i'm an improviser oh, hello. <laughs> speaking of non sequiturs um sex lives is recently widowed Liz, let's yeah. talk about the show yeah so here's the description can we all just laugh about it a humorous take on widowhood and the journey back to sex life after death yes yeah that is a perfect description like ours is a book <laughs> But you can read our description and realize I got paid by the word, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that is incredibly concise. Tell us about the show. What's it about? It is, um, well, it's a show about, it, it's exactly what the description <laughs> does. It, it takes is as advertised. From, from the death of uh, my husband um, and through this very, very weird experience, a horrible but weird and uh, in retrospect, funny, <laughs> um, you know, to sort of figuring, figuring things out. Yeah. Like, I mean, most trauma it? is funny yeah, after the exactly. fact. I mean, that's what comedy is, is healing after trauma, really. Yeah. Uh, some we, we live in 2022. Some traumas are funny after the fact. After like the nothing fact, in the news today. Hilarious. But... Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh so, my goodness. So now we were talking uh before we started about the writing process and how there's constantly new material being generated in your brain. And uh, this is a one-person show. Yeah. You are the playwright and the performer. Yeah. What are some challenges that you had putting this together? And I suspect it wasn't generating the content, but cutting it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, when I first conceptualized the show, actually writing this show was probably one of the easiest things I've ever written. Um, yeah. And I don't know why it was one of those sort of lightning bolt kind of moments. It was like, I, I saw the post from Port Fringe calling for shows. I got this lightning bolt download into my brain kind of idea. I was like, whoa, um, that could be funny. <laughs> like, or, or really, can we make this funny? Um, Cause I'd really like to try. Uh, and um, sort of, then I was sort of freaking out. Like, can I fill 20 minutes? And um, found out quite quickly, actually it's going to be a problem keeping it to 20 minutes. Right. So uh, yeah, yeah, it was definitely, I, I wrote, um, I kind of, I, I went through several iterations. I 
change some things around, uh, cut some stuff out, substituted some other things. Um, and finally came up with something that is just like almost like 20 minutes right <laughs> on the button. Like I'm going to have be watching my timer while I'm doing it to, so I can get yeah. my ass off stage quick enough. So for those unfamiliar with how this year's Port Fringe is working, each ticket is an hour long. You have three shows per ticket. So that means that each performer gets 20 minutes maximum. And that's for everything, for setup, for the show, and to strike. And if you go over, they'll just shut your mic off and turn the lights off. <laughs> I mean, it's once you're over, you're done. So um, your load in and setup for this show should be you just walk on stage and start, right? I just walk up. Is that oh, true? that's brilliant. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So jealous. It's funny because I, I, I wasn't sure exactly like, I mean, when I started writing, um, it was coming out as stand up. Yeah. And that's how I heard it. That's how it was uh, sort of coming. I could hear it in my head. I thought I was fucking hilarious. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm hoping other people will find it funny too. <laughs> um, but uh, so, yeah, it's, it's literally, and I like, and so I had the, got the mic and the, and the amp and I've sort of been practicing with it so I can play with that sound and that feeling. So yeah, it's literally me rolling on and I do have some music that um, hopefully I'll have time to play like intro, outro, but yeah. well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it yeah. goes. I'm excited. Now you are paired with the bride. Mm-hmm which is a really interesting pairing. Oh, that's fascinating. <laughs> yeah. And um, Inventing Trees as of yet untitled. Yeah. 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 Which, if you have an opportunity to go check out some of the media Inventing Trees has put out, you should, because it's wild. Yeah. Um, I am so excited. I'm so excited to see their shows. I know nothing about either of them, like, other than what I've seen through... Yeah. Um, like on social media. So I'm so excited. I, when I saw that um, Tandem's theme was this, the bride and kind of read a little bit about it. Uh, I thought, Oh gosh, that's going to be a really interesting just to come. Yeah. Now did you, position. did you connect with your showmates to talk about like show order or. We, ha we have kind of, um, messaged each other um i think we know which show is going to go last just for um yeah. you know setup purposes easiest but um we don't i think we're going to figure that out tonight and yeah. i think we'll also we'll after we've seen the show and seen the flow and then we'll kind of uh, meet and kind of figure out if we need to adjust based on what's going to work best for flow mm. Yeah, which is what we, we decided to. So, like, for, for show order for us, we were looking at um, the emotional impacts of the shows yeah. and how we could control the ticket as a single show rather than as three separate artists presenting in the same space at the same time. Yeah. Um, and, and it helped out for us because it's also coincidentally... The uh, the order that I think would work best for presentation is also the order that we need to set up the tech for everybody else. Right. So it, it was well. kind of an accidental <laughs> benefit 
on that part. Uh Um, How worried are you about the tech part of it? Because you've seen the space. I've seen the space, yeah. But we're not sure necessarily what technical accessories will have access to the night of the show, which is tonight. I think because of the... um, the more theatrical nature of the other two shows, I don't know that they'll need a lot of um, tech per se. Um, I'm just wondering about the size of that and that <laughs> literally huge um, skeleton creature that yeah. I'm so excited to see. <laughs> I uh, see this. Getting that in and out of the space and how are we going to work that? We did kind of talk about creating a center aisle for our show. I don't know yeah. what the seating arrangement is. So we're going to figure that out um, today, tonight before um, the show goes up. And um, I kind of feel like for my show, I can sort of, however it works best for these other two shows which have sort of set pieces and things yeah. that we need to haul up there, I can kind of roll in, roll out. Yeah. Now, that's one of the nice benefits of this year's Fringe is, yeah. like, for us, our crew is now 11 people. <laughs> you know? That's <laughs> a lot. So I'm not worried about, will we be able to strike set and strike in two and a half minutes? Like, yeah. I- I'm not worried about that because I know we have all hands on deck mm-hmm. for yeah. every show. Yeah. Um, which is a treat that we weren't, we did not have access to during last past fringes. Yeah. Um, how many fringes have you done, or is this your first? No, this is my eighth. That's awesome. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Um, I love fringe. I, yeah. uh, I think my first fringe was in 2014. I think I've been doing it almost every year since then. Um, and um i love the event it is so much fun and it's so much creativity uh just seeing everybody from the, the portland uh creative theater yeah you know, community come out for this is is so exciting so as somebody who's been doing it for eight years what advice do you have for i i've performed in one this is the first show that I'm producing for Fringe, yeah. um, th- which is something that like Steve and I, when we get hired in normal venues, they buy everything. So we're used to being the people who show up with whatever we need for the show. We have to be able to fit in our car mm. um, because all we borrow from them is power if we're lucky. Right. I mean, I have a portable battery bank just to run equipment if we don't have access to power yeah. where we are. Right. Um, can do it. So for us, it was interesting because this is one of the first times we've ever actually had access to a house PA system okay. or or anything like that within a show itself. So for us, it's it feels almost like it feels like we we have this unnatural advantage because they're willing to help us. Yeah. And it's one of those things that we didn't remember that we had access to yeah. until like maybe two days ago. <laughs> Maybe yeah. three days ago. I'm also just stubborn. I like to use our own equipment. That's just well, me. We, you know it works, right? You yeah. don't have to worry about, the, especially when you're on a, a limited time frame. Yeah. yeah. So what advice would you have for us overall? Um, I think overall, I mean, I think you're in a great position that you don't have to necessarily rely on what may or may not be. <laughs> <laughs> I think participation is is one of the most fun 
things. Yeah. So go out, support other artists, go to the other shows, um, type up the other shows. Um, and yeah. so everybody's hyping up everybody's show and then everybody can get a good turnout. Um, it just works best for everybody. I think it's just really just, that's the most fun part. Yeah. Now tickets for your show tonight, um, pre-sale ended last night at midnight. So what you want to do is uh, we do have a rush pass for the festival day of show. So get your tickets early and show up early. So once they open the house, they'll let you in. However, we have we each have three shows that are running uh, during Fringe. So um, you can see Liz tonight. At 7.30, Thursday at Port Fiber, which is right next to Bellflower Brewing, at um, June 16th, 8.30 p.m., and Saturday, June 18th at 6 p.m., back where we are tonight at Good Fire Brewing. Uh, the tickets are fantastic. $15 for a base price. One ticket, you get to see three shows within that ticket. Um, $30. And you get to pay more to give money to the artists, which we are forever thankful for. Um, so one thing about this festival that a lot of people don't know is that 100% of your ticket purchase goes to the artists. So every ticket that you purchase helps us create more art and also helps us reimburse the cost of assembling the Fringe show, either through time or monetary means. Um, so if you are looking to get back to the theater after three years of not having it tonight, and this festival is an amazing time to do so. Mm. Um, and like I said, it's a, it's a two for one. So you buy two tickets, you get two shows, but pretend it's one and it feels good. Um, you also support both of us. So Liz goes on at 730 at Good Fire. We follow at 9.30 at Good Fire with our show. Those six individual shows within those two tickets. So you want to check those out. Yeah. Port Fringe presents The Adventures of Aphrodite Prime and the Invaders from Venus 12. A live radio extravaganza bringing the wonders of the future right here to 1933. Relive the adventures of the past at Port Fringe with Balderdash Academies, Aphrodite Prime, and the Invaders from Venus 12, a radio play from Balderdash Academies on the air live comedy radio show. Let us paint the scenes in your mind and see the world through the eyes of your ears. For more information, visit portfringe.com. We'll see you on the air. So we were, we were thinking we, every, every time we've done this, we played a game with the people that we had on <laughs> and, and, uh, Randy last night, our very own Randy Hunt suggested, you know, it'd be a great game to play with Liz based on the theme of her show would be sex with me. Now, sex with me is an improv game where it's a justified game, right? Right? So, Liz, this is how it's going to work. Okay. You need to throw out any random item. And Steve and I will tell you and the listening public how sex with us 
is like that item. Um, <laughs> any improviser listening knows this is usually the traditional closeout of most improv shows. Uh, so you can challenge talk. us with any... Uh, here, let's start off easy. Give Steve and I an appliance. An appliance? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, a, a toaster. Toaster. Sex with me is like a toaster. Dangerous in the tub. <laughs> Sex with me is like a toaster. I like to fill all the slots at the same time. Sex with me is like a toaster. Sometimes you have to scrape me clean before I'm palatable. <laughs> Sex with me is like a toaster. I like it on the countertop. Sex with me is like a toaster. Don't forget to clean the trap every once in a while. I don't know what that means, but it sounds really dirty. <laughs> clean the trap. <laughs> Sex with me is like a toaster, usually available for less than 10 bucks at Walmart. <laughs> uh, sex with me That's is like good. a toaster easy to do in the morning <laughs> all right give us one more oh goodness um okay uh uh spatula 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 sex with me is like a spatula I like to get underneath and flip <laughs> so, sex with me is like a spatula that works best when things are greased up <laughs> uh, sex with me is like a spatula good for cooking or spanking <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> sex with me is like a spatula I will melt if left on the heat mm. again not no I no clue what that means, but they don't have to be good. Look, I don't write them. <laughs> you can blame that in my brain. What's another topic we can use, Steve? Oh, uh, let's. Go, how about like a a food item? Yeah, what's a food item? Okay, food item. Um, uh, fried rice. Fried rice. All right. Sex with me is like fried rice. Usually better the day after. <laughs> Sex with me is like fried rice, popular in Asia. Sex with me is like fried rice. We'll leave a grease stain on your blankets. <laughs> Sex with me is like fried rice, affordable. <laughs> Sex with me is like fried rice, complimentary with your meal. <laughs> Let's do one more to close it out. <laughs> all right. Anything you want. Just throw out anything at all. Yeah, any noun. Hair dryer. Hair dryer. Sex with me is like a hair dryer. Doesn't matter how hard I, how hard I blow. It's all just hot air. <laughs> Sex with me is like a hair dryer. Also, callback, dangerous in the tub. Yeah. Sex with me is like a hair dryer. Obligatory in hotel rooms. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sex with me is like a hair dryer. You gotta, you gotta plug it in to make the magic happen. Sex with me is like a hair dryer. Not popular since the nineties. <laughs> se sex with me is like a hair dryer. Most popular with women. There we go. 
All right, so that'll close us out. You can see Liz tonight with the sex lives of the recently widowed tonight at Goodfire at 7.30. Uh, tickets, again, $15 for the base price. We'd prefer you pay the 30 or more for the I Love Fringe price and give your performers a little bit extra. There's also a couple of passes that are a fantastic deal. $75 Frugal Fringer Pass. It's a punch card. Good for one person to attend one performance of each of the Port Fringe 22 short format events, plus Hetty, Hetty about Hetty Lamar, who anyone in the know knows she is literally the mother of our modern technology. And uh, you also have the Fringe Fiend Pass, $180. You can avoid the rush. Guaranteed reserve seat to every Port Fringe 22 show. Late night shows included. I have a message about the late night show. The... Late night artists each get one performance each. It's a longer form. It's not the 20 minute sets that normal shows have. It's, it's a, it's a full set and, uh, they deserve to have an audience. So my recommendation is when you pick up your tickets for the show this week, pick up a late night show to show your love, uh, late night ticket to show your love to the late night crew. Um, Liz, thank you. Fondue. I'm so excited for fondue. It looks awesome. Who doesn't love fondue? I love fondue. Sex with me is like fondue. I just like to stick things in it. So, (laughs) Liz, thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, thanks for having me. Um, Again, Liz starts tonight at uh, 7.30. Grab your ticket for her show and then grab your ticket for our show make it a double feature you get six small shows with enough time to grab a beer in the middle so that's the perfect night (laughs) what more could you ask for that's it's perfect liz thank you so much thank you we'll see you next time thank you Balderdash Academy was produced and edited by Bob LeBlanc. Theme music by Think Fish Tank. Performed and written by Steve Corning, Carla Rose Dubois, Nate Green, Randy Hunt, Bob LeBlanc, Molly McGill, and Marie Stewart Harmon. Copyright 2022 Balderdash Academy. All rights reserved. Go Dashers!